When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everybody, we took this week off, but we're going to share one of our classic episodes. Here's our look at Tooth Fairy 2. Enjoy. everybody welcome to the all too real two podcast hi my name is michael e Cullen the second and with me as always is uh matthew Haas. yeah hi um what's your greatest memory everybody uh well. sure as hell isn't watching tooth fairy 2 <laughs> anything before watching this movie just now <laughs> Oh, you can tell from our voices that we're not very happy. This is, this has got to be one of, if not the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm not even, I'm not even joking about that. I, I'm seriously depressed. And again, that's not even being humorous. I, I, I took my medicine this morning. And I felt fine. I'm actually more depressed now than I've been in like three months, just from ninety minutes. Of watching that pink-clad motherfucker run around grabbing people's teeth. Okay. Uh, okay, everyone. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I'm Mike. You, you, oh, I already you, did that. You, you did that. Oh, okay, I did that already, didn't <sighs> I? Yeah. Anyways, um, so we watched uh, Tooth Fairy Two, <sighs> starring Dan Whitney, <laughs> aka. Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the shit guy. Larry the no, motherfucker guy. Let's give him the respect he does. Wait, no. No, he doesn't Anyways, any um, respect at all. Okay, Larry, um, if you want to be on the show, <clears throat> tough. No. And um, I'm done being diplomatic about that. No. Yeah, tough, Larry, tough. Okay, so. All right, in 2010, there was this movie called Tooth Fairy. It was an okay movie. It starred... Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Ashley Judd, Julie Andrews, Billy Crystal, Stephen Merchant, uh, Seth MacFarlane. I watched it. Matt hasn't watched it. No. I, um, I enjoyed it. It's kind of forgettable. Would so, 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 so then we started a podcast a few years later. Where we decided that, hey, let's watch uh, direct-to-video sequels on some movies. And then I realized, hey, there's a Tooth Fairy 2. And I was like, hey, Matt, let's watch Tooth Fairy 2. Mm-hmm. I said, sure. And then sometime after that, I died. I don't know when that's going to happen, but I, I, I'm, I'm almost <clears throat> wishing it would have happened like 90 minutes ago. We are both in purgatory right now, probably. Yes. This is our This is our medium place. Mm-hmm. I joked about it beforehand. I think the only DVD available is Tooth Fairy Two in our medium place. That's what. The yeah, only I mean, on the TV, on the TV show, the Good Place, the medium place, the only movie they have to watch is Cannonball Run Two. <laughs> I would watch Cannonball Run Two 
500 times <laughs> before I ever watched this piece of shit again in my life. <laughs> At least Cannonball Run 2 has Burt Reynolds, Dom DeLuise, and Jamie Farr and other good actors in it. Not Larry the fucking Cable Guy. I don't know what to say, dude. I, I'm punch drunk because of how stupid. I mean, it's not even a funny punch drunk. It's like a, it's like a, an, like Mark Marin talks about boredom with an edge to it when he's listening to Dave Matthews. That, that's the boredom right now. A real sharp fucking edge. I mean, like I, I want to claw something right now. I, mm-hmm. mm, oh my god. I'm sorry, guys. I know okay. that we usually have good banter right now, but I don't even know. Do you want to? So, okay, this movie has a plot of some sort. (laughs) Okay, the purpose of a tooth fairy is that when a child loses a baby tooth, you know, the kid can place it beneath the pillow (laughs) while it's sleeping. I don't know. (laughs) And so, 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 so the kid. It's money for the tooth. Okay, we all know this, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, according to this movie, tooth fairies live on, you know, kids' happy thoughts about tooth fairies or some bullshit like that. Um, (laughs) So, a really complex system they got going on. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, so, uh, start out this movie where Larry the Cable Guy is with... um, a woman far more beautiful than he should ever be with. <laughs> it's the King of Queens scenario, like you yeah. said. Yeah, Name, named Brooke, played by the beautiful Erin Butte. Or Butte. Oh, I wow. don't know, but her last name. She's a beauty, and but the last name, name Butte. B-E-U-T-E. I don't know if that's Butte or Beauty. I don't know what it is. But anyways, she is a rather attractive woman and a decent actress. And she's stuck with this piece of shit. Dan Whitney, a.k.a. Larry the fucking Cable Guy. God damn it. God damn it. Uh, so I haven't even gotten into the plot here, I know. I? Just, okay. So plot of they're on their way to a child's birthday party, like her niece or her nephew niece, or yeah. some bullshit. Anyways, um, <laughs> there's a contest at the bowling alley. Um. He, oh, by the way, he's a he's a local professional bowler, so that's that's, that's and a mechanic and a mechanic for a job. Yeah. Yeah. And anyways, there's this car, nice, sweet Camaro that you can win. Anyways, he uh goes to the thing. Um, his name gets pulled. Actually, it doesn't. Somebody else's does. But uh, there's this asshole guy named. Beauregard Bo Billings, played by David Mackey. That's the actor's name. You got to give credit where credit is due. Yeah, I'm not sure he'd want to take that, but David Mackey. I don't know why you agreed to be in this piece of shit. They must have paid you a lot of money, you and Aaron, and anybody else involved in this movie besides Larry, the fucking cable guy. So, 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 so anyways, Bo is our typical, you know, asshole, you know, antagonist of the movie. Yeah. He, uh, he says Larry got the, you know, got the draw to be the person to try to pull like a per, like, like a good game of some sort or something. I don't know. They didn't even really explain this shit. I I don't know. But but he, anyways, he, he got it because he slipped on some nacho cheese. That's yeah. They did that to calm him down. Yeah. They calmed him down with some nachos, but no, he spilled the nacho cheese on the ground because the fucking idiot had nacho cheese sauce and his fingers didn't realize it as he picked up the fucking bowling ball. And he, uh, he slipped on the cheese and and got his seven ten split. Not only that though, he knocked. And then all he knocked the down pins. all the bowling pins in, in every, every lane. lane in the fucking. And oh that was supposed god. to be his god. And that was and he was he was on the news 
and it was supposed to be his his greatest memory. Greatest memory of his life. Yeah, yeah. because he was. He would always watch. He recorded it and watched it while eating his bucket of fucking chicken because he's so sad that that's the greatest thing in his life that he's ever remembered is some stupid fucking contest winning a Camaro. It doesn't even work, by the way. After a year of owning it, a year, mm-hmm. and it's already broken down. Or he's just messing with it. Who Whatever. Knows? I don't know. I, you know anyways, in, my, in my mind, it's broken because he's, he broke it because he's an idiot. Any, anyways, to, to, to sum up the uh, rest of the story, as Paul Harvey would say. Anyways, the... Uh, <coughs> oh god. Um the uh he wins the Camaro. Hot girl leaves him. For Beau Regard a year later. Let me see she's with Beau who's running for mayor or some bullshit. And um in this town in Florida that they live in. Anyways, he goes to try to try to win her back, helps her out at this after school thing that she volunteers at or works at or runs or does some bullshit there. Hey, I love this movie, man. It's mm. so great. <laughs> no, it's not. Mm. Anyways, um Larry screws up while visiting and basically tells this kid there's no such thing as the tooth fairy. Kid gets all pissy, tells Brooke that Larry told him that there's no Tooth fairy, and like he would, anyone would do that. Mm-hmm. Fucking tattle on some stranger, fucking moron. Yeah, <sighs> I'm sorry, I don't. Well, I still remember much. the exact moment I found out there was no Santa Claus. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, okay. It was this kid who was the older brother of a friend of mine uh-huh. when I was kids, and he, I remember he was wearing a Robin shirt, like from Batman and Robin. <sighs> don't get me. St- uh, oh yeah, we'll get to we'll that. We'll save later. that for. A, anyways, um, so so anyways the. Because he made a kid not believe in the tooth fairy anymore, he's being sentenced to being a tooth fairy. Yeah, that's his punishment. For ten, he has to get ten teeth in ten days, and um, I think that was part of the first movie too. I don't know. I don't remember that one that much. Like I said, it was enjoyable but forgettable. <laughs> and uh, so uh, he has to get these teeth, and oh my god. Do we have to go through the plot? Do we no. Really have to so do basically, this? he has to get these teeth. He has this like tooth fairy uh, caseworker mm-hmm. who's this little girl named Nix, who overacts way too much. She has to talk like a brat and enunciate every single word she says. Sorry, I'm angry. We're in a bad place right now. So. Sorry for her. She's probably a good actress now, but whatever. Yeah, let's hope so. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> for her sake. Um, and uh, Larry um, does stuff. I mean, anyways, he collects teeth. You get your typical, stereotypical moments throughout the movie where, you know, seems like he's maybe gaining back the trust of the hot chick, and then he... Uh, <laughs> And he loses it. He loses her trust. And you got the scheming Beauregard guy just doing stuff to try to make Larry look stupider. And, you know, yep. you basically could probably write this movie if you had a couple minutes. Yeah. It's, and it's, we're, you know, drunk off your ass. Anyways. um, story you've seen like a million times. Like, yeah. Literally. With mm-hmm. a few, you know, uh, unique details. But just because something's unique doesn't mean it's mm-hmm. good. And obviously this movie right here has proven to me if if there was ever any proof needed that being unique does not automatically mean good no. because this movie was not fucking good and um the uh but basically the consequences of him not catching these te- not catching not getting these teeth is he's going to lose his greatest memory which he originally thinks is him uh winning that bowling miracle bullshit and um winning that Camaro but no, it turns out that his greatest memory is his time with Brooke. Yeah. Which is, you know, heartwarming, I guess. But yeah. Whatever. Aw. Aw, shucks. Aw, he really loved her. Oh, dang. <clears throat> anyways, um, so, uh, anyways, you know, he, he gets the teeth. He gets the girl. She's pregnant a year later. He says he wants to help out whenever he can and be a tooth fairy because he enjoyed it or something and so Nick's like 
makes him do the tooth fairy shit from time to time, and at the end he gets help from a fucking pig that was in the movie earlier named Crusher or some bullshit. Yeah, the pig name was Crusher. Piglet, sorry. Pig- yeah, Piglet named Crusher. And he would use the piglet as, like, decoy or whatever during, and then... What's the difference between a pig and a piglet? Well, because a piglet's like a baby pig. Yeah, but it was a year later, and it didn't fucking grow. This movie doesn't make any sense. No, know? whatever. They, they they didn't. They probably didn't think of that. They just they threw it together. Like you said, they were probably drunk off their ass, and they had a deadline. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. Mm-hmm. This is a five million dollar budget movie. We're gonna make three million dollars off of it. So we've already lost two million just from that alone, not including how much we had to pay fucking Larry fucking Cable Guy. Unless that was well, part well, of the it, five million. Usually too. that's part okay, of the five whatever. million. That's so, usually part of the budget. Okay, well. Yeah, so like if when a movie costs like $120 million, you know, that's, you know, like, and they're paying, yeah. you know, an actor $20 million to be in it. That's part of that $120 okay. million. Yeah. Okay, but this was a $5 million movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, my, my thing is, is they probably had Larry the Cable Guy under contract and they had to make a movie or something. And, yeah. you know, and this is what they fucking came up with. And, the... and I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this right yes, now. I'm not trying to be nice to Clary the Cable Guy, by any means. Um, he's annoying, and um, he's a fake. Mm-hmm. He's not really Southern. You know, his name is Dan, Yul, Lawrence, Whitney. Not Larry the fucking Cable Guy. It's like a character he created for some radio. Fucking bullshit show. And anyways, um, he uh, but okay, we'll tell you this. I did like him in Cars. Mm. I found Mater funny, mm. but I just had I, I just had to balance it out a little there. I had to give some good compliment here. I'm not trying to be nice to him because I think he sucks. But um, <laughs> my conscience just wanted me to admit to the fact that I did like him in Cars. Mm-hmm. I never saw Cars two or three. I don't really care to either. So um, <laughs> I don't know. I so I don't know what to say. We've been recording for fifteen minutes, and this is okay. So what? Maybe we got. And talk. I've already gotten through the whole fucking well, plot of the movie. Let's be more detailed. So like, uh, okay. let's talk about the great scenes, like him sneaking in to a girl's house dressed in all pink with fairy wings, and her parents catch him in the house breaking and entering mind you and their the wife's first instinct is to ask him if he's some kind of singing telegram my question is even if that were true why would they just break in someone's house to do this like no one like it's not an office this is someone's home like so if someone says hey um, go to my friend's house and sing for them. Does that mean that you can just like, you know, break in through like a little shimmy of the lock and wait for them to come home? Like, what does that mean? I don't know. So then he sings terribly. And then he tries to sing. My eyes have seen the glory. I can't even finish it. It was so fucking terrible. And then, uh, and I think it was the end of that scene. I don't know. I zoned out. And then he comes back later on to get the tooth. This time, he... Okay, so he when he was trying to impress his ex by volunteering for like the rec center or whatever, he brought them a bunch of juice boxes and burritos that he was only giving for himself, which I don't understand, but whatever. So he had like 12 burritos that he was going to eat... For himself, 12 burritos at breakfast time. 12. Yeah, I don't know where he puts it all. He's got such a nice, um, yeah. well, well-framed well yeah. body. And so, because he I ate... I have any room to talk. I'm just saying. No, well, no. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, you're much better than him. But anyway, so, um, he eats these burritos, of course, and then he's when he's trying to get a second go of getting the tooth... Now he's having digestive issues because of the 15,000 burritos he ate for, like, breakfast or lunch. So, but then his farts <coughs> are, like, fairy farts. I don't get, and they make the sound of trumpets. I I don't get it. I don't, I'm not sure what that has to do with anything. But apparently, tooth fairies, when they fart, sounds like trumpets. I guess that's part of the, the, the mythology of that. But whatever, so... But the, but somehow the farts still smell like human farts, which I'm you know, like, okay, so 
if it you know if it has a visualization and it sounds different why wouldn't fairy farts smell different but whatever okay so they smell like human farts and then um he eventually hides in the closet in a little girl's bedroom at night and he not creepy at all not creepy at all dressed as a tooth fairy and his mom calls on the cell phone and he thinks he should take the call in the middle of the night in a little girl's bedroom when there's no noise. Girl wakes up, obviously, and then opens the closet door and realizes, oh, it's Larry. You, you're you the tooth fairy. And then they have this nice little moment where he says, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then he, he puts the dust to make her forget. Oh, well, no, by the way, he teaches her this great lesson and then makes her forget it by giving her the fairy dust that makes her fall asleep. So that was interesting kind of continuity right there. Teach someone an important life lesson and then immediately make them forget about it. But we're talking about Larry the Cable Guy here. So um, I'm just trying to fill in details here, dude. Uh, oh, no, so, that's fine. So then um, the crusher aspect was he gave him the crusher, the, the piglet, some – Moon pies that made him fall asleep for some reason. Not sure oh, he why. Put, uh, he put the, oh, okay. the, some kind of fairy dust on So he put the sleeping. Sort of, okay, yeah. so he put that thing so the piglet would fall asleep. Crusher would fall asleep. And then, um, but then later on, <clears throat> the the caseworker, I guess, uh, employed Crusher to be by his side to help him as like a decoy and some of his other um, jaunts, I guess. And just to run around to, you know, distract people while he goes and collects other children's teeth. I don't know. And then, um, so part of this thing is that every time, like, he'll wear normal clothes, if you want to call them normal. Um, cable guy, Larry the Cable Guy normal clothing, I guess. Basically just, you know, trashy, cut off. Cut off sleeves just, and, you know, and baseball cap. Basically his, his character of what he thinks a working man, you know, would dress like. Because apparently... You know, if you're working class, you can't like nice With a random fish hook on every one of his hats. Because as we all know, if you're working class, you can't enjoy the finer things in life. You have to be, you know, happy with, you know, po' boy sandwiches that make you shit ten minutes later because that's the the great life, Buckets of chicken. Don't forget buckets of chicken. I know. It's like, you know, it's like, guess what? Working class likes good shit, too. You know, you don't have to page whatever. Fuck you. So, um, you know, I like to go see the opera. I'm not rich. Does that, you know, does that make me a fraud? No, it makes me a fucking human being. But whatever. So, anyway, so, um, the piglet, okay, so he wears these normal clothing, and then when he's got a new mission, that's suddenly when the magic appears, and then he gets all pink or whatever. So, of course, you know, for humor's, or, you know, want thereof, humor's sake, it always happens at the worst possible time for him, either when he's trying to impress Brooke or whatever, or he, um, Brooke's fiance invited him to go to their wedding shower to kind of prove, like, you know, this is, this is what she's given up, you know, type of thing. Some goddamn poor slob, and now she's marrying me, the nice, rich car dealership guy, whatever. So he wears a clip on tie. And a nice shirt, but no jacket, because this caricature of a person can't dress nice at all for a single occasion. Still like, wearing his baseball cap. Yeah, that's right. He's still he, wearing his, his fucking like, cap. He's like Cabela's cap with a nice little, uh, uh, not, like I said, every one of them has, got a fish a, hook. has a fish hook on it. I don't understand why I don't fish, though. It's because so. it's, it's, I don't really fish, so I don't I know. don't do it, whatever. It's, it's just because it's it's him. It's That's his, he, you know, it's part of his whatever. And then... um. So, he um, starts seeing himself change there, and then he goes into the kitchen, and then he prays to his caseworker, who apparently now is a deity, a 12-year-old deity, and um, who's a brat, and over-enunciates her words. And then he, as he's praying to this false god that's going to send him to hell for praying to, <laughs> sorry, um, <clears throat> don't mean to get all weird religious on you for a sec. So totally just make I don't it. know about you, Matt, but do you want to take a break? Go to some ads? Please. Yeah, let's do that please. and try to, try to compose ourselves I, I here. need this. Yeah, we'll, we'll be right back after this, folks. 
Okay, everybody, we're, um, was it back? We're back, yeah. Yeah, we're back. Yes. Oh, my God. Back from the brink. I tried to, you know, calm myself down during the break from the, what would you call it, um, the, the, the piece of shit that was Dude <laughs> Fairy 2. Yeah. This is like a group therapy session for us right here. So, um, hi, my name is Mike, and I watch Tooth Fairy Two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways, welcome, Mike. <laughs> the um, so, so I, I was looking up on the Internet Movie Database, IMDb.com, if you're unfamiliar. Um, some people did gave some interesting reviews of this movie, and. I think it's time we read some of those because I can't really think of anything to say myself about this movie anymore. And I just want to give some other people's opinions, you know, people that thought differently of the movie than Matt and I. Why the fuck these people are allowed to write on the Internet is beyond. Anyways. okay. so this lady uh, named Alice, that's all she has listed as her name, gave a six out of ten. I mean, it's not the greatest, you know, number review. It's not like a 10 out of 10, which some of these are. <laughs> but uh, her headline is surprisingly enjoyable. I was looking for a funny, undemanding movie. Something that would cheer up someone recovering from an illness, for instance. Tooth Fairy 2 fits the bill. I am not a huge fan of Larry the Cable Guy, but he does a nice job here working as a quote-unquote temp tooth fairy. He winds up drenched in pink, not his favorite color, but manages to graduate from a 2-2 to overalls. The pink baseball cap is a nice touch. Not only does Larry have a tight deadline to meet with regards to collecting teeth, but he has to win his girlfriend back and convince a kid to believe in the tooth fairy again. Does he accomplish this all? Let's just say everything ends happily. This isn't Citizen Kane, but if you're in the mood for it, this is this movie is a lot of fun. If you're in the mood for it, this movie is a lot of fun. Why would she? Recommended. That's what she says here. Why would she even bring up Citizen Kane at all with this? My thing is, I love it when people say, oh, well, the movie isn't Citizen Kane or anything, but it's good. You know, people say that all the time. But my thing is, is you should never mention Citizen Kane in a review of Tooth Fairy, any Tooth Fairy, not even Tooth Fairy 1, but especially not Tooth Fairy fucking 2. Oh, oh God. Yeah. That one part, though, uh, uh, what was it, uh, where she said, um, what was it, the, uh, oh, something about the, someone healing from a sickness. This movie's a fucking sickness. And my thing is, is, I think if I was, you know, laying in bed, you know, sick with the flu or something, and somebody's like, hey, I got something here to cheer you up, I would pray for the flu to take me. <laughs> Watch Tooth Fairy 2 and feel better when you're... My thing is, is yeah, I would get out of bed really quick. I'd yeah. be like, yeah, turn this fucking shit off so I can go to go to work or whatever. I mean, I'd, I'd rather, you know, go around and get everybody else in the fucking world sick than have to watch this piece of fucking shit again. I'm sorry. I mean, I know I'm a filmmaker myself, and people probably hate the movies I made. No, dude. But... And and I and I don't want to be disrespectful to another filmmaker, but this movie sucked. I watched it for free, and I want my money back. I don't even know what that fucking means, but I do. <laughs> I think the the best final touch to this is the fact that the the resolution quality itself was kind of low. It just added to the yeah. surreal aspect to this whole... Yeah, we watched it in like 720p instead of 1080, so that's why. Oh, but yeah. God. <laughs> and that just made it even worse, which is good. Didn't, oh. want, didn't want to pay more money for a 1080p version of the fucking movie. Anyways. Um, oh, God. Okay, so here's another review of it. 
Okay. This is a 9 out of 10. Oh, my God. From Toon We Play. That's the person's name on on the Internet Movie Database or whatever. Okay. Preface to their thing. I like Larry the Cable Guy, but I don't much appreciate his usual off-color humor. Even though we are both corn huskers, go Big Red, so I was a little apprehensive renting this to watch with my family. All right, they wanted to see a good family movie, and they watched this piece of shit. Anyways, oh my god. It is nearly impossible to find a movie that all my kids enjoy, 16, 14, 10, and 5 years old. But in Tooth Fairy 2, they all laughed, and after it was over, my 16-year-old said, that was pretty good. Score. Is it far-fetched? Yes. Is there some dumb humor? Yes. So, while not the best movie I've ever seen, again, I challenge you to find something all my kids enjoyed together. Exceeded my expectations and provided laughs. Thanks. And then underneath that, he says, love the fact that he wore a variety of Cabela's and black shirts, caps, too. Okay. My thing is, is, okay, this guy, to give it a 9 out of 10, his only criteria was that his 16, 14, 10, and 5-year-old all enjoyed it. Kill me, Matt. Kill me. <laughs> I might. Maybe. Let's see if there's any. You said there was a 10 out of 10 somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm going to see oh, if I can God. find a good 10 out of 10 here to read. Okay, I found one of the 10 out of 10s here. Awesome family fun. And this is uh, written by pumpkin man <laughs> on the internet movie database I thought this movie was hilarious and just as entertaining as the original this is one of this one may even be better and funnier because of Larry the Cable Guy's country boy humor Larry Guthrie has had his 15 minutes of fame as a bowling champion, his girlfriend Brooke has left him and now dating Bo, a man who is running for mayor. When Larry accidentally tells Brooke's students not to believe in fairy tales or the tooth fairy, he's sent to fairy world by Nix. He's told to collect ten teeth in ten days or Nix will take away his most cherished memory. If you love slapstick, southern country jokes, and the original movie... You'll definitely love Tooth Fairy 2. Okay, that wasn't really that funny of a review, but it's still somebody out there fucking believes. It's sad. It's sad more than anything, yes. You know what's interesting, too, about the whole um, – no, go ahead. I'll, I'll go. Oh, no, you go ahead. Okay, so, you know, Bo, he's kind of like this um, <clears throat> Duck Dynasty character where inwardly they're actually, like, really, really rich people and stuff, but then they put on this, like, show of, like, they're like, I'm country, you know, like, type of thing. like the, Yeah. Okay, so Bo is, like, you know, comes from, like, a family dynasty of, like, car dealerships, whatever. He's, like, really, really independently wealthy. And then when he's having, like, a campaign meeting with, like, his people, I guess, he basically tells them that he just talks that way to kind of get votes, which is really interesting because Larry the Cable Guy himself does not talk that way. He's a fucking fraud. He's from Nebraska, not from the South, and he's doing literally that. But okay, so yeah, I just wanted to put. I thought that was so, nice to say some irony. I found another ten out of ten here. Come on. Yes. Two of them. Okay. All right. This is from Jamie Waters. Is the name of the person? Okay. Anyways, the headline is, It is an amazing family film. It is an amazing family film. I never laughed this hard on a movie before. It is like one of the coolest movies ever. It is really funny. It is a really funny family film. This movie is a must-see movie for everyone to enjoy. 
I have never seen a movie like this. I think you will enjoy this one of a kind movie yeah, that is heartwarming, and they spelled heart, H-A-R-T. <laughs> also, by the way, there is no punctuation in this, by the way. I'm kind of adding all that, and all the I's are lowercase. Anyways, um, <laughs> a one-of-a-kind movie that is heartwarming movie that is what I call an outstanding movie. This is a must-see movie for everyone. I like this movie a lot, and I like, and I and I hope you like it too. This is one sweet, funny movie with Larry the Cable Guy, which is all capitalized properly. Not, but they never cop capitalized I. In in it, I, I'm really hoping this is a kid that wrote like a this. Six-year-old wrote yeah. this. Um, this is a must-see movie. Go Tooth Fairy 2. You are amazing. This is one big hit. I hope you enjoy this one of a kind adventure. How many times they like say that? you never seen before. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I hope it comes out in 3D now. He just got to be that a I would, that, Now, that would be cool if this movie. <laughs> would this movie be a big hit? This movie is a hoot. This is one laugh out loud movie. I really think you will enjoy this masterpiece of a movie. I have never seen a movie quite like this in my life. It is one sweet and pink movie. I mean, it is really pink. It is just a funny, funny movie. Oh my God. I hope you enjoy, everyone. Was this person like snorting bath salts before they wrote this review? Like this review is funnier than the fucking movie. It is. No, really, is. <laughs> it's untrue. Um, it's, it's, it's objectively untrue. I don't know how anyone could actually. Believe I, I'm really that. hoping this is just a, a, a like a hoax. It's gotta be. It's not a fucking yeah. masterpiece. You but, have to be a fucking idiot to think this movie is a masterpiece. But I mean, look at that, Matt. It's, it's all just one like bar. There, there's no punctuation whatsoever. It's not even a paragraph thing. It's just like a long thing of text. Yeah. yeah. There's no punctuation. Jeez. That was all. One sentence without a period. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so uh one of a kind. Oh, it's it's yeah, it's one of a kind, all right. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's good. Okay, here's an here's one that might be serious. It's an eight out of ten. Okay. Okay, and the headline is stupid is not in my vocabulary, which is one of the lines in the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a great movie for kids at that tooth fairy age. Larry the Cable Guy, a caricature individual, commits a faux pas by inadvertently informing a child the Tooth Fairy is a fairy tale. As penance, he must collect ten teeth, ten days, blah, blah, blah. It's giving away the plot here. Uh, Larry shows he has a big heart and always wants... The humor was geared towards kids. There were no innuendos for adults to ponder. I would think this film is geared more for girls than boys. That's the review. Mm, okay. I don't really think it's really geared towards either. I think I don't. I don't know if this is really geared towards humans. I don't. I think maybe that piglet in the movie might have enjoyed it. That's about it. I'm not really sure. Did bots write this? I don't know. Like internet bots seems like it wrote this. Oh my I don't god! Know. It, no, we don't. We know that bots didn't write it because a real person. Um, a real person. Wrote there's this. another eight out of ten. Not bad. Written by Matt Kretz. This wasn't too bad a sequel to the first movie. It's a sequel in name only, as Larry the Cable Guy is the Tooth Fairy here. He lets his love interest down one too many times, ruins a kid's image of the tooth fairy, and winds up having to do time as a tooth fairy. As long as you can come in with not too high expectations, (laughs) you're bound to at least like this one. As Larry the Cable Guy does a decent comic turn, it has its moments, especially with the opening moments at the bowling alley. The scenes of him going around collecting the teeth and the scenes with the kids. The kids who act at circles around Larry the fucking cable guy. Anyways, I'm sorry. That was me adding in. That wasn't in the fucking. Okay. Uh, It was pretty good. 
comic family movie serving as a vehicle for its star. Same as the first film. Eight out of ten. Yeah, okay. Go go to hell. Sorry. The fuck is wrong with people? People like anything now. It's it's it is. People like any bullshit. Anything is entertainment now. That's entertainment. What I just never thought? I okay, I I mean I guess I just never understood the whole blue collar comedy um you know, like appeal. It's bullshit. That's what it is. I keep that's why I keep saying. The only one of them that I even found halfway funny was Ron White. Yeah. And that's just because he wasn't totally playing up the whole oh shucks, I'm a southern boy yeah, he sort wasn't of thing. Patronizing. No. That's the whole thing. Yeah. That's what I've been telling people for years. This whole idea I know it's just like political for us, like this whole idea that, you know, working class people are just a bunch of dumb yokels that don't like anything nice, that they could just, you know, live off of cottage cheese and corn dogs. The, 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 like, the whole, you might be a redneck if, you like, know, bullshit. It's like, you know, you could be poor and or working class and still actually, like, like beautiful things or, like, I don't know, have a painting in your house. Oh, God forbid. No, we can't have Th- that. This is, it's got to be a gasoline can, you know, sitting, I don't know, whatever. This is my impersonation of every blue-collar comedy tour video I've ever seen. You might be a redneck if get her done. Here's your sign. Get her done. That was it. That's everything. That's all of it. It's fucking stupid. It is. No, really. I agree. That stuff just drives me up the wall. Really. I, you know, I come from a working class background. All of my, my dad, his dad, his dad before them, none of our family has been rich or upper class or anything like that at all. And I guarantee you, I don't like any of that shit. My dad doesn't like it. I am guarantee his dad wouldn't like it. So I don't know what fucking blue collar people these people are appealing to. It's certainly no one I have known in my life. So, I, I you know, maybe I'm the outlier here. But uh, I I just don't get it. I don't I, I don't get it. I come from like four generations of factory workers. I think I can actually talk on this, and not one of them thought any of that kind of stuff was funny. Not one. No. I don't know who it, does, it's, but <laughs> I I know people that do, and well. I still don't get it. I I've tried to understand them, and I don't get why that's funny. Because, like you said, it's it's playing to the lowest common denominator, yeah. and it's it's basically making fun of the audience that they're trying to appeal to yeah and they, they walk and, home to the bank and run laughing to the bank you know yeah i mean jeff foxworthy is one of the fucking richest people in the world yeah i'm sure larry the cable guy is well off and all the other guys involved in that i don't even remember their names and don't want to I because i need that space in my brain for something else there was a guy that was basically like jeff foxworthy but a little bit different yeah i mean because there was the guy that there was the guy that did the whole um here's your sign thing that that guy was yeah. part of it yeah i don't even know who I the fuck know. that was and i don't really feel like looking it up no, I if don't. it if if you know who it is, don't email me and tell me because I don't care. I don't. Yeah, we don't care. And plus, too. But if you want to email me, my email is mike at cullenpark dot com. Feel free to email me anything. If you disagree with me, and you have a good reason that you disagree with me, we might read it on the air the next time because we're gonna cover another Larry the Cable Guy movie in the future. Oh God damn it! I'm I know. sorry. In a few months. But, yes. Yeah. I know. We're, we're we're gonna we're gonna have to. Um, so, some at some point <clears throat> when we do our Christmas specials, we're probably gonna cover Jingle All the Way to. Which was another Larry the Cable Guy movie, also directed by Alex Zam, the director of this movie. Just saying, so that one's probably going to be just as bad as this. I don't know, though. We'll see. Yeah, it depends, because the writer, it's not the same writer, so at oh, least okay. we got that going for us. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, of course, you know, he was dealing, this is what he had to deal with, though, too. We got, we got to think of the context of what he was given. He was given to Larry the Cable, fucking Cable Guy. So, you know. But, I mean... <laughs> Okay, this guy, he's directing a live-action Hong Kong Fooey movie. He directed the live-action Woody the Woodpecker movie. Okay. Um, he's directed several, like, made-for-television-or-streaming Christmas movies, like A Christmas Prince, A Royal Christmas, and uh, Christmas, A Crown for Christmas, sorry. And then, um, but he seems to specialize in directed video sequels. He's also directed, you know, Jingle All the Way 2, which we've mentioned. The Little Rascals Save the Day. Tooth Fairy 2, which we just are talking about, unfortunately. Um, 
Beverly Hills Chihuahua too. Um, something called the Haunting Hour. Don't think about it, which I think it's, it's like that. But he's Doctor Doolittle, Million Dollar Mutts, which is a direct video sequel. Um, Inspector Gadget too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That's all we have to say. Yeah. Yes. Um, all of those movies will probably, if you want us to, be coming in future episodes of All Too Real <laughs> Too. Damn it! This is... I mean, we're gonna cover some other different topics. I've got like uh, some ideas of talking about uh, television pilots and also some other nice little things. And we also have our little uh, conspiracy theory episodes from time to time, just yeah. to make uh, make us be able to take a break from uh, watching. The wonderful world mm. of direct video sequels. You know, this guys, this is not easy for us, and by that I mean I don't mean the time it takes. It's not easy mentally and emotionally for us to have to watch these terrible movies for you to hear us talk about them. So, if anyone would like to sponsor us to kind of help mm. alleviate some of the suffering that yeah, we yeah, look go up through, our Patreon page. We'll have that up soon. Um, if it's not already up, but if you can find everything on CullenPark.com, I'll have everything located there for all of our podcast network and the Cullen Park Productions podcasts. Um, yeah, even just like fifty cents would feel like, oh well, you know, fifty we're not, cents will feed this mat. We're not. No, wait, no. <laughs> yeah, we're not alone here. We're not in some void of existence where the only and, thing that's conscious is Larry the fucking cable guy is a tooth fairy. And and, and if you enjoy our little uh, talks about this too, we are hoping to uh have nice little uh incentives on our Patreon pages too, like where you can uh listen to us and get your own audio commentary to any movie you want. We'll even let you pick the movie too sometimes. Ooh. I'm I'm thinking that that'll be a kind of cool fun yeah, thing yeah. to do. You know, I mean it doesn't have to be a direct video sequel. It can be anything. I mean, mm. we could you know, maybe actually a good movie. Yeah, that, that would be nice. But a good movie. those those usually aren't as fun to make fun of. They're not though. No, but <laughs> See, I think this podcast is good because of how shitty that movie is. I don't think we've been as angry in a long time. Now, I mean, honestly, okay, I thought that George the Jungle Two was mm. the low point. Oh, I did too. That was just three weeks ago. Yeah, we've already we've already broken that three weeks later. Yes. I mean, so, and I mean. I'm sure. I, I'm sure. Like right now, at this moment, I'm thinking it can't get worse. Oh, it will. But it will. It will. It will. It I'm will. sure. I'm sure. It's always it going to get worse. It's like it's and, like the nine layers of hell. I mean, just keep going and down. the thing is, if you pay us enough money, <laughs> maybe one day we can actually make our own direct video sequel. Ooh, that would be sweet. That would be awesome if we could find the get the rights to. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you know? Be, it would be that that um that movie with um, Seth Green with the the rollerblade. Oh, oh, Airborne. If we can make Airborne too. That and, would be great. It stars Seth Green in that as like a forty-eight-year-old who's still just <laughs> in Ohio. Sorry, uh, the, the the guy who starred in that actually the the main character from that is like a painter and oh. uh, and like a and I think he sells houses and stuff down in Texas now. Okay, so well. yeah, yeah, he, he was interviewed by uh, the um, the great uh, How Did This Get Made podcast, oh, yeah, which is one. one of my favorites. But um, yeah, wow. <laughs> so um, yeah. So, Matt, would you recommend this movie to anyone in the world? Uh, I think that if anyone <clears throat> wants to um, feel bad about themselves for any reason whatsoever, whether they had a really, really good day and they're, they're, they're on too much of like a, a social high and they need to be brought down to reality, uh, this would do the trick and more. It would be like, it'd be like you know, if, if you have a bottle of pills that says take one to two every four to six hours but you took eight uh it would be something like that it would it would it would take you way over the edge from what you needed and hopefully you would be able to um um come back from that trip but there's no guarantee there's no guarantee that i'm coming back from this i like i'm acting like i'm angry like like this is some act no i'm not even acting i'm actually this pissed off and i don't get angry that much anymore when i was a kid maybe i'm usually a pretty calm dude i write lots lots of crazy shit but i'm never mad yeah. when i write it i am actually livid right now at this movie i i never thought that i would actually be mad at a movie but here i am ranting when I should be in bed right now, 
about this stupid fucking Larry the Cable Guy bullshit. But no, I would not recommend this movie to anyone who has any sense of self or any sense of confidence in, in their lives and where they're going and whether or not they have any dreams or career goals or just so, any sense of happiness in their life whatsoever. I would, I would stay to fucking clear from this movie. I have a theory here. I don't know if it's true, but there are people in the world who have, like, you know, this sense of, like, over-grandizing their own, you know, capabilities, and they, they tend to, you know, think that they're greater than they actually are. Mm-hmm. My feeling is that they only watch movies like these. <laughs> Probably. Because if this is all you watch, you're like, hey, I'm a better person than this Larry guy. I could do this. I could make a movie like this. Yeah, Or it's just like... Hmm. You know, that's the way people are in the world. You know, I could be president someday. I mean, anyways. Um. <laughs> so. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> oh that's God. Probably his, he's probably watching that right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, and my my thing is, is I would never recommend this movie to my worst enemy. Like there are people that I don't like that much. Honestly, I would not wish this movie on them. I would be like, hey, you know, watch George of the Jungle 2. Sure. <laughs> go ahead. Watch, uh, you know, Without a Paddle 2. <laughs> God. Watch, uh, I don't know, um, American Pie Band Camp. Actually, that's actually that not a bad actually movie. actually was pretty good. Yeah. Anyways. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. <laughs> so my thing is, is uh, watch the Buttercream gang too <laughs> that's right um somebody made this movie for five million dollars you know how many good movies i could have made for five million dollars a lot probably like about five million anyways um <laughs> that were better than this a no, dollar joke. movie i'm <laughs> joking <laughs> i could make at least at least 100 movies a 10 okay 100, i can yeah. i could make at least 100 movies for the amount of money that they spent on this movie probably that yeah. were, would be better than this dialogue movie. is good you don't need a bunch of um, yeah. Special effects, especially shitty ones. Honestly, you don't even need dialogue as long as you have a plot yeah, that matters, that's not generic, that hasn't been rehashed a million times in every fucking Disney movie or or sitcom out there. I mean, here, 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 here's, here's, this is a very bold statement. I would rather be chained to a chair and made to watch every episode of The Big Bang Theory before I watched this movie again. <laughs> That's like over 220 episodes. Yes! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't feel well, man. I don't either. I'm on edge right now. I'm thinking of making a doctor's appointment. Okay. Yeah. I'm on edge. I'm not sure how I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to have to... Is there a specific sort of medicine you can take for this? Uh, what? The feeling of despair? Yeah. Yeah, like your depression stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I, stuff. I don't think it's helping, man. It's not. I told you. I, I took I took things this morning. I was fine. I was fine before that when we did our other show. And then we watched this. And now I'm on... I'm literally on edge. <laughs> I, I like, like, even the political stuff that I get mad about... I'm more mad about this than that, and that's weird. So, no, I would not recommend this movie to anyone. I don't even – don't do it. Even if you're like us and you're trying to make fun of a movie, don't even do it for that purpose because if, it will if, still if, backfire. If you're in bed sick, no, like that person suggested, and this is the movie you want to watch. You'll want to get up. Um, I mean – You'll unsick yourself, if that's even the word. I, I – I'd rather watch, you, you know, those channels that just have the, the, the like, the like listings of what's showing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I just watched that. I used to watch those when I was bored. Just yeah, see what's on. yeah. Watch the screen move slow, ever so slightly. You know, you, to the next. You know when you turn off the TV and it's just a black screen. <laughs> yeah. You better watch that. I find that more funny than or this the movie. fuzz or what's it called? The noise. Yeah, like the noise uh, or or like you know. Or like you know, Alex Jones. I think I'd rather no, watch. No, no wait, no. 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 I um, oh god. Speaking of somebody that created a quote unquote character. Anyways, yeah, um, okay. there's, a, there's a lot of similarities between Larry the Cable Guy and Alex Jones. 
Except for, I think I'd rather spend time with Larry the Cable Guy. I, yeah, Honestly, I, think, I think, Larry, think I would. He's not crazy mean. No, though. he's not a yeah. I mean, he's stupid. But he's not like mean, stupid. I think honestly, yeah, I'd I'd rather spend time hanging out with Larry the Cable Guy, Mister Dan Whitney, than Alex fucking Jones. Yeah. Okay. And again, Dan Whitney, if we've offended you in any way, I'm sorry. Sorry, man. You're a human. On. I know, but you know what you are. You know what you did here. You 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 know this isn't good. You know you 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 know this movie was bad. You were probably the times you were laughing in the movie. You were probably laughing at the fact that, that you're getting paid to do this that you're like you were basically part of the joke and you're like haha i'm at you know people actually think this is funny haha you know that's how you actually laugh from this movie so you know what you did don't don't act like you know you don't you're you're offended because we know he, he's not like he's gonna yeah. hear us anyway but whatever so anyways yeah damn it i don't think we took a second break but that's okay that's i'm gonna i'm gonna just uh oh <clears throat> can i finish yeah okay so the final oh, yeah, I shit cherry about this. on top of this shit Sunday of a fucking movie. I swear to God, I, I, I was on edge the entire movie, and there was there was lines where I got just this curled up anger ball. Mm. But the last one, I just mm, I wanted to punch the TV. I mean, I I wanted this dig in there. So by the way, the writer of the movie is Ben Zazov. Okay, okay. Um, just want to give him credit yeah, where it's due. Sure. Um, so, um, as my colleague Michael said, so official colleague, uh, said that he volunteered to um, do uh, tooth fairy work whenever anyone else couldn't do it. So then he's called to duty when he's watching the football game. His wife's pregnant. She's going to make chili or something like that. So then she um, you know, tells him that he's got to go and do a mission or whatever, and then she gives him crusher the piglet to help him and now they have the ability to fly for some reason which they didn't explain why but whatever so they're flying through the sky and it's got this like you know ma- majestic orchestral music and there's their clouds and it's whatever and then and it's like a starry night it's all beautiful and then larry goes eh we're we're like a couple of superheroes now. Hey, we're we're <laughs> I can't even want to say it. we're we're like Fat Man and Hagen. Oh, uh, mm, mm, <laughs> god damn! I, uh, that line, oh, it just grades on my ears. It just so great, folks, great, um, oh. be sure to tune in next time when we have a new podcast. It's going to be called Fat Man and Hagen. <laughs> I don't know what the topic is. I think we just talk about bacon. But, um... <laughs> and, he, and he even knew it. See, there was even yeah. self-awareness with that because after he goes, it goes, nah. It's like he even knows, his character even knows how fucking stupid it is. Oh, and an interesting and, thing, though, speaking of bacon, at one point, even after he met the pig that he thinks, thinks is cute and he said yeah. at one point that he wasn't going to eat pork anymore, he's yeah. talking about, oh, I wonder what my greatest memory was. It probably has something to do with bacon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Like, I, I love God. bacon. Yeah, okay, asshole. Okay, fucker. You got to talk about that in front of a piglet. You fucking piece of shit. Yeah, you, you know? fucker. Like I was saying before, like if I if I can if I can the way the way I'm going to force myself ever become a vegetarian, is I'm going to have to have a pet of every single animal. I'm going to have to have a farm. I'm going to have to like, form an emotional attachment. That's what's going to push me over the edge. I can't stare at a piglet's face. Hold him in my arms, pet him like a little little baby, little baby, and then be able to eat. No, bake. I would never be. Able to, I would never be able to eat bacon or any corn dogs or any other bullshit. Same thing with a cow or a chicken or even a fish. Even a little fish with little, little eyes are like blowing bubbles at you. Like, Ooh, I'm just trying to watch what you're doing, good sir. You know, no, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm on the Mountain Dew surging through me. This shitty movie is surging through me. I know I sound like a complete asshole during this one. I'm going to be embarrassed about this podcast probably for the rest of our careers, but I can't help it. This is this is the worst movie I have ever seen in my life. So, folks, just remember. What, what was I going to say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, folks, um, I forgot my greatest memory. I forgot mine. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I think this movie wiped my memory of everything in the fucking world. I think, okay, like, I lived 40-some years before this fucking movie. 
I don't remember any of those years. All I remember is the 90 minutes of my life that I wasted watching this fucking movie. Hopefully by the next time we air, I'll have other memories that are better. <laughs> oh. So, anyways, um, <clears throat> folks, hope you have a good night and day or morning or whatever it is that you're doing while you're listening to this great podcast here. And please, whatever you do, when you're done listening to this, do oh, not oh. watch <laughs> Tooth Fairy 2 unless unless you feel guilty for something and you need to punish yourself. Maybe then do That's it. That's it. That's the only reason. But, uh, all right, I think we're going to sign off now. Yeah. Um, I've uh, been uh, Michael E. Cullen the second. And I was Matthew Haas. I don't know who I am anymore, but okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com. Thank you.